0: listening to video games to the max hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max i'm your host sean Garmer, and here with me mr mark morrison howdy and well we are coming to you on starfield launch day so you know congrats to everybody that's been waiting for that game to come out and can now play it and you those of you that didn't buy the extra 35 dollar edition which uh, there's plenty of people that apparently decided to buy it that apparently weren't going to. Uh, no. A few friends uh that
1: did do that it's it's funny Jens did the opposite (laughs) oh really yeah he had he had the pre the hundred dollar edition pre-order and then once all the reviews came out he quickly canceled that
0: (laughs) okay yeah i mean when you have the option of game pass that i'm already paying for yeah it helps a lot to make that decision uh so well i my idea was to wake up a little bit early and play a few hours before we uh started but then i couldn't wake up so i apologize Uh, but we are going to get into like a review roundup kind of thing and i have we have some friends uh that have been on the show before that uh, one of them is already on a second playthrough so we'll kind of get some of his thoughts as well in here and uh, i have watched the one-piece netflix show twice uh once in english once in japanese so i have thoughts on that as well mark finished uh, stranger paradise already uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> that, he'll have some uh, thoughts on that too. And plenty of news to get to. Five, 5 16 got not just one, but two DLCs that are coming and the PC version. Uh, Stray's going to have a movie, uh, some sad news with uh, Saints Row Studio Volition closing, and some other things to get into. And well, just so we can go ahead and get this uh, out of the way, the housekeeping here. Uh, so, in case this is the first time listening or watching, or your hundredth time, we do appreciate you. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Whether you do that live on the Twitch channel, Dota uh, Network, or on YouTube, Dota Network, or you watch on demand later, uh, either way, it's always appreciated. And if you subscribe, follow, and everything else on the YouTube channel, uh, you can get not only what we do here, but also, of course, uh, Tata Keiki, the anime show, which I may be showing up there. Um, to also talk about the One Please Netflix show with a few other folks uh sometime in the future. And we also got the of course Rather Broadcasting folks, which the uh we're I know they're definitely gonna do a TV party tonight on that. And of course they do something every week on the channel, and they're always reviewing like the biggest movie release every week. So if you're excited about whatever movie just came out, they've definitely probably got a review for you. Uh, So, and just on the recent stuff that uh, we've had here for them, uh, they just did the Black Mirror Season 6 review. Uh, They did the Gran Turismo review, which again, if you, I'm still intrigued about watching it because it's gotten way better reviews than I think anybody thought it was going to. So definitely things to check out there. And of course, you can listen with your ears as well on anything that we have podcast-wise. That one, you need to go search for each individual show. So, Video Games to the Max is us, and everybody else, just go find the name of the show, search for it on whatever podcast thing you use, and look for us there. So, uh, that being said, let's get uh, into this, Mark. Um, Any kind of closing thoughts or anything different that you feel about Stranger of Paradise now that you've finished the game, or...?
1: Uh, I mean, like I it, like said, the two things, uh, the gear system is still nuts. Like I think I mentioned to you, it was, like you have like a mission inventory of 600 items. And I was rubbing up against that in later missions. I was getting like 700 pieces of gear in one mission. And I was like go, oh, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> and it's nine, like 98% of it is worthless, you know. Wow. Uh, and I finished the game at like level 100. And then they're like, the game's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, get to level 300 now. <laughs> <laughs> and the way to do that, honestly, is uh, you have to, like, grind out this, like, one mission over and over. Because it's yeah. like instead of, like, oh, beat the boss or beat all the enemies or whatever, it's just, yo, know, go find this one item in this level. And you can crank the difficulty up to, like, level 280 and just keep doing, like, 300 and just keep doing it over and over. And you get massive amounts of skill point gear for doing it. It's like, all right, this seems interesting. <clears throat> But good story or an interesting story. I don't really know Final Fantasy One story at all. I don't know about you. But... Well, it's
0: it's Final Fantasy One, so yeah. you
1: know
0: crystals but, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I wish Yen's actually gave it a shot, but he's dead set against Team Ninja now. So, <laughs> oh lord, that's so silly. Because I like Neo, and he didn't like Neo uh, 2. Other crap, so whatever. (laughs) Wow, that's a first. Normally, I
0: hear that you end up liking like both games most of the time. Yeah, it's that's
1: kind of crazy. Uh, me and him played the Ascent a little. Uh, that's like that cyberpunk uh, dual joystick shooter game, right? Uh, it's cool. He claimed it's like more uh, impactful or more fun than Diablo 4. And I'm like, "Yo, man, you are wow. high. like." <laughs> no,
0: I can I can understand. There's people that have been playing some other one of these games that have been saying that they've been liking that more than Diablo Four because of what happens after you play the main story. Well, but, the problem
1: with yeah. the problem with Diablo Four uh, with him is he played like the boring class, the boring melee class. So I was like, "Yeah, range mm-hmm. combat sent is fun," and I was like, "Yeah, range combat in Diablo Four is fun. You just picked the wrong fucking class." <laughs> Uh, the one thing about that game, it has. I mean, I know it launched pretty shakily or it had some bugs. Uh, it still does, like, especially in co op, where like, uh, and y- y'all
0: played it on PS5, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, like it won't desync. I mean, actually, it was like pretty lag free, actually, which is rare for us, but like stuff would be in the like money would stay in his level, like as items that I already picked up
0: right. or like.
1: The same thing happened, because I was hosting the game, and the same thing happened when he hosted. Like, there'd be an item on the ground that he already picked up, but it's still in my game, and I couldn't do shit with it. Oh, wow. So, that's weird. (laughs) But Yeah, that is weird. uh, Other than that, it's a good game. It seemed fun. We only played, like, the first two missions. And, like, the levels are big. Like, the second level, like, you got, like, way lost. And we were, like, level four, taking on level 14 guys. It's like, I think we have stepped somewhere we're not supposed to, or, you know... Yeah, that's
0: what I remember about that game as well. They people would talk about that. There was no kind of like
1: barrier that. Yeah, you yeah, have like a uh, waypoint, yeah. a pretty good waypoint system. It's like, oh, dude, take this path. It's like, well, this other path is open. I can go there. Why, you know, why wouldn't I? And it's like, oh, because right. enemies are fifteen levels higher than you. That's a good reason. <laughs> Not,
0: yeah, that makes a lot of
1: sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, oh, the last thing I'll, I guess I mentioned just real quick. I got my number one DVD set ever. This big um, ass Power Ranger helmet full of DVDs. Wow, anything
0: uh, uh, noteworthy? I guess
1: uh, uh, it's the first twenty seasons of Power Rangers.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I've only ever watched like the first couple.
1: Seasons yeah, five. Like, like more and that's about it. And
0: yeah. some of the, yeah, I think it's Galaxy or whatever the one where they go like in Lost, space.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did one in space called In Space, and then they, they did a one called Lost Galaxy. But yeah. yeah, it has like I said, twenty seasons, and that's not all of them. I because mean, it Oh times, no, yeah, it's kept so.
0: going crazy. The amount of—did you ever
1: watch the the Netflix like reunion thing? Yeah, I did. I actually just watched it pretty recently. It was good. I mean, they kind of yeah. had to write around some uh, people missing, but
0: yeah, it really sucked that uh, Amy Jo Johnson didn't.
1: I mean, I can understand. Mean, it, well, I, I think guess. she said she
0: wasn't even approached.
1: No, she was asked and she's yeah. like, Oh I think she said like some kind of flippant answer like, Oh, I don't want to be a fifty year old in Spandex anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
0: That's it's true. like, Well, it was,
1: yeah. the other two guys said it was cool. Like, yeah, but
0: I think it's different for guys, though come on, Right. I mean oh, yeah, she could have yeah. just
1: she could have just been in it, not as a pink ranger. I mean she could have just been in it somehow, but Yeah, she sad. could have just made an appearance. Like Yeah. Because
0: you know. they um, had like
1: uh Adam and I think Aisha in it as well. Right. But they yeah. were It was almost like a cameo. I mean, they had like one scene, but they also probably
0: didn't want to pay her for the one scene, also, right? So that's uh,
1: understandable. I don't know. That thing actually had like decent production values, like more than the shows. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. I you know, as
0: I'm reviewing another Netflix thing, uh, that's one thing I'll say. They do usually put at, at least decent production value. Every not, you know, I think when you start comparing like the. The movies that they do to movies that appear in the theaters, I think that's where it kind of gets a little bit wonky or whatever. Yeah, but when when they actually when it feels like you know the shows they usually do pretty
1: well, right? Yeah, how would you like how do you like One Piece?
0: Oh, uh, One Piece was actually really good. Um, it was way better than I thought it was ever going to be. I thought it was going to be another one of these. You know, Kawaii Buff was okay. Um, but there was parts of Kawaii Buff that just like,
1: all right, wow, we're really going here. It, uh, it was too yeah. long. Uh like the episode length was too long, and it wasn't weird enough.
0: <laughs> yep, and that's something that I do appreciate about this show is that you can see that uh Iricho Oda's Hand is all over this. Uh, He had to say no and yes to everything. Uh, There was nothing done without his consent. It obviously helps also that a huge fan that has read every piece of the manga is the director. And other fans of the show are involved. This is not some, you know, hit list of Hollywood people doing One Piece. This is people that love One Piece doing One Piece. And they didn't try to go get big name actors to do this. Um I think probably the biggest name is probably Jeff Ward that does Buggy and uh, you know the the main cast is a is a bunch of like younger actors and they picked to me the best ones I mean Luffy is perfect uh aside from the fact that he's latino which obviously is awesome for me but uh, as a latino person myself I love the fact that he's doing it but he brings the charm he brings the love he brings the goofiness the funniness of luffy to the character there's a little bit of this it's hard because like there's stuff that you can't do that you can't just snap on and off like an anime you're gonna get that more of like oh i can go from funny to serious in two seconds that's harder to pull off in a live action setting so he brings a lot more of the charm and the goofiness it's a little bit lacking i think on the seriousness but i think it's it's that part's easier to hit. That part of being serious is easier to hit than the, the funny goofiness of it. So I'll give that a pass. Um, They change stuff, obviously. I think for the most part, most of the changes are actually good. And some of them can actually be explained because you have to remember that this is not just for One Piece fans. This is for people that are wanting to watch this as a way to get into one piece that don't have the time to read a gazillion pages of a manga or or have time to watch a thousand episodes now this arc all these arcs that are covered are the first 45 episodes of the anime so it's not like you have to go that deep to be able to experience all this in the anime form if you want uh which i do think i encourage people and i think it will i think it will get people to watch the anime once you watch the show, because they do a good job of hitting things. And then once
1: they see it's a thousand episodes long, they're gonna why, go right.
0: But I mean, if you <laughs> want to just watch it along with the live action, you could do that. Fifty episodes is not that big a deal when you can get in you can watch three episodes in an hour. Um, and that's another thing too. This doesn't go, um, I think there's like what, some episodes that are like an hour, fifteen minutes or whatever. This isn't something that's like every episode is two hours, you know. Right. Um, so, and the cat, like I said, the cast, they nailed the main cast. So that's what matters the most is that Zoro, Nami, Sanji, Usopp, um, Luffy are all represented well. Uh, I don't know how I feel necessarily. I do think that they kind of, I love what they did with the Marines as far as like Kobe gets more screen time. Cause I always loved his character. He doesn't get a lot of screen time. He kind of goes away because obviously he's not the central focus of the show but uh i don't like the the thing with his uh with garp revealing that he's the grandpa of luffy really early uh that you don't find that out until way later in the show way later and like for them to i almost felt like to keep a little bit of the essence of that like i don't know why you with what they do in the show i don't know why you need to reveal so quickly so early that that's his grandpa. like i think you could just do that in the last episode and it has the same effect as it does revealing that in like episode three and then it kind of takes the luster out of the fact that he's he's not really a villain but he's the guy chasing luffy you know so it kind of bothered me like i really think they could have just done that in a different spot and it would have done a better job in that way but the rest of the show is 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 really good. The action is good for for what it can be. Um, yeah. I think Luffy's stuff actually doesn't look as goofy as it could look. Uh, so that's actually a plus. Like it doesn't look as bad as I thought it would look the first time I ever saw it. I was like, oh wow, okay, it's sort of okay. And they don't um, they don't like have him do the wind up every time, which is actually good because that's what makes it look bad.
1: Is like right. he has to
0: do the full like wind up, go all the way back, and like when they just have him like do it here and there, or whatever it actually kind of looks okay. so. Uh, and everybody's stuff it, else is like with swords and stuff. That's
1: so, yeah, well, for the, you like yeah. it, so I, cool. yeah,
0: I would tell you to go watch it. After. I
1: I have no uh yeah. history with the franchise except for like the games, so yeah,
0: see, but that's the thing. I think people that don't have any history with it that say, Oh, I've heard that this name. I've heard, uh I kind of like pirate stuff. Like, I think this is actually decent for me to go check out. Yeah. So, uh that being said, I guess let's, since, you know, I talked about it, let's talk some about Starfield and what uh, people have been saying about it. It seems like the consensus is that the story is kind of lacking, uh, but the fact that you can go and explore things and the... Like, gameplay of it is really good. Um I don't like well, the fact that it seems like people keep saying that it takes, like, 10 hours to get going, which, yeah.
1: sounds like a JRPG. <laughs> I
0: know, but I'm saying and it's fine because it's on Game Pass, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it
1: was really funny because I joked about this a few weeks ago that, like, I tweeted, like, oh, it'll be funny when the reviews come out and Starfield gets, like, sixes out of 10s. Right, and then it came out, and it got seven out of tens, and I was like, "Well, I guess I was one point off." (laughs) But I mean, the problem with the game is it could never live up to the even if it was somehow like the best game ever, it could never hope to live up to the hype. Yeah, it
0: was always going to be more. You're right; it was always going to be more overhyped. I'm sure it's
1: serviceable, and I'm sure it's actually good, but you know,
0: I've heard actually one of the best things you know. In reading is that uh, the 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 space combat is yeah. fun, and that's actually it, intriguing to me because I like that.
1: Uh, I've watched videos of the game some some of them. I think it's really weird that like okay, abandoned bases or like ship ship stuff that's fine, but like you're running around these cities on planets and like still in a fucking spacesuit. It's like <laughs> this seems odd, you know. <laughs> Like everyone else is just like wearing like normal ass clothes and you're like running around like looking like some reject from NASA. (laughs) It's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you
0: want to fit in more? I don't
1: know. Well, have like like a casual outfit or, you know.
0: Yeah. That seems weird that they wouldn't, especially with the way, you know, Bethesda is about like character creator and stuff like that. Like why wouldn't you give people like an alternate outfit that you wear once you land?
1: Yeah, or, you know, again, you make a good point. Like, okay, you have this really good character creator, but you're wearing a NASA helmet 99% of the time, so what does it matter? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's like every, I I get it if you're going to say,
0: okay, there's some planets that are yeah, right? That's what I was saying, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, you're going to say this planet is, oh, it's got gaseous air that could kill me. Okay, then sure, wear your NASA
1: suit. Right, but, but, yeah, when you're running around like the main cities, and you know everyone else has been wearing like office outfits or futuristic clothing, and you know you're the only dumbass with a space suit. It's like what, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I like to play it, but I don't have a computer to run it, and I obviously I have an xbox either, so yeah, um i'll I'll be playing it this week, uh, this is normally not my
0: kind of game, so. It'll be yeah. interesting I to thought,
1: see how that goes. I mean, I'll just briefly mention that that jackass from YouTube, like freaking out about the pronoun stuff. It's like, wow, you really have like nothing else going on in your life, do you? Or you know,
0: like, I mean, come on.
1: Like yeah. really, like do people well, I, think
0: that
1: I thought it was really funny because, you know, I think I mean that happens like early on in the game, like character create. Yeah. He, you know, he makes a rant like like look to have a fucking aneurysm and then he proceeds to play the game for like five more hours, and it's like, wow. I can see you really cared about that
0: yeah it does it does feel like the people that like love to explore things and find things uh this yeah. will be a game for you for sure um it does uh it seems like a lot of people are saying it, it, it feels a lot like no man's sky from I've,
1: I've yeah. heard it feels I've heard the other way it feels a lot like the outer wild well outer wild okay uh I mean, not no, no no the uh the other one out the outer, outer worlds world. yeah
0: yeah, I mean, well, that's also made by some of the same people, right? <laughs> so, are people from that studio from Bethesda that that kind of know? Um, so, yeah, it you know, it it feels like there's a lot of people that really enjoy it, but it also feels like yes, you like you said, the hype didn't deliver what people wanted,
1: right? And but it's not, they, yeah. It's not like
0: universal love, it's not Baldur's Gate 3, which also came out today on on PS5. I should know. Um, it's not the Baldur's Gate 3 love, it's not Sea of Stars love, it's not. Um, what was the other big game this year already? Uh, I can't think of it. Zelda Kingdom, yeah, yeah, like it's not getting that universal praise that I think a lot of people were hoping, and I think even Microsoft and Xbox are hoping, but let's be fair this is from critics for the most part and the people that have played the paid the extra 35 to 100 um now that everybody gets a chance to play and i mean everybody because all you have to do is uh you can do the getting it for a dollar thing if you want or whatever just to play this uh now you get to make your your decision your thought of how would you like Starfield, and this is kind of you know, how much is this game going to be talked about now that everybody also, not everybody, but everybody that has a PS5 also has the opportunity to play Baldur's Gate 3. Obviously, you have to pay the $70 there, or $60. Um, But if you were hyped from what you saw with the PC version, now's your chance to go get that as well. Which game is going to be more in the conversation when we're, you know, you have a lot of this month, I think, before
1: you get to something big coming out so i hear a lot of people bitching about boulders gate 3 on ps5 and it's like yeah i'm not surprised it's kind of fucked up but yeah oh well, you know like
0: yeah i mean let's be fair it was in early access on pc for a long time so they had a way to make that version better <laughs> yeah so yeah let's i that doesn't surprise me necessarily either yep. but uh all right Let's get into and I and I do realize that this was PAX as well this, this past week uh, and Nintendo had their thing in Seattle which they did give us a few things from as well that we'll talk about but I guess let's go from Time of Baldur's Gate three to another big game that released this year uh, that did get some love for a while Diablo four they uh, Rod Ferguson was doing an interview and he talked about. That this game is apparently not just going to have your quarterly seasons; it's also going to have annual expansion, uh, because they are not playing around with the fact that this is going to be a live service game, and and there is going to be story in here. They they've already kind of detailed the second season story, season of blood, which uh, begins next month, October seventeenth. Uh, there's going to be five additional end game bosses and uber unique items, even and stuff like that. So, as somebody that has the game, Mark, you know, are you intrigued
1: by this having annual expansion thing? Are you worried about like? Uh, I mean, I've I kind of expected it would. I don't know about annual though. That's that's the more questioning part. Uh, I mean, the game does leave leave open a few different paths it can take, but the annual thing is weird because they've been trying to say like, oh. uh, we're going to increase like world of Warcraft expansion and they never have. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting. I mean, I, I guess it's like how it was going to be like a two year cycle. Or I mean, I doubt it's one year, but two year, uh, I mean, Diablo three only had one expansion, and most of their other games have only had really one expansion. I mean, I guess they, they want to see this more, have a, like a longer tail, but right. You know, We'll see. I th- I think I actually think Diablo Four kind of burned a lot of people, uh, just because of how boring it gets in the end game.
0: Right, and yeah, I think that's the number one thing I've I've heard. A lot of people don't want to go back and make a new character for seasonal content. Yeah, I know. Well. I mean,
1: yeah, because it's like, why would I, I? I have my main character. I have the one I care about. Like,
0: do you think that they'll ever reverse that? Where they let no, you? Make, you know? No.
1: No. Because. I mean, it was part of Diablo 3, and I think they, they see it as like intrinsic to the game, and it's like, well, you guys are wrong, but... I'd love to see if they
0: really got a lot of data saying that a lot of people went back and played seasonal content, because yeah. why would you do this again if... Well, it's
1: a way like, you to know, reuse content, I mean, because it's not like those games have infinite content. They aren't... You know, pat- right. Or Lost Ark or anything, so...
0: Well, I guess it's uh, I guess one of those things that... We'll have to see how this turns out as yeah. far as uh, being a live service game and having, uh, you know, annual experiences to keep the content going. Uh, that right. seems like, man, they're really going to be on that treadmill, those uh, people working on the game. So uh, we'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah. For sure. Well, another game that also got a lot of love, especially from me this year, we did the spoiler cast and everything. Final Fantasy 16 is getting the – basically already pre-announced PC version uh you know Yoshida was just trying to kind of be coy about it when he talked about it before about oh they weren't going to be he was right about they weren't developing it side by side they're just now starting development or they've been kind of doing development but it's not something that they were making sure that it did come out exactly at the six month period they're they're gonna have it come out I guess next year at some point and it will receive two, not just one, two-story DLCs. So I guess it sold well enough, according to Square Enix. I don't, you know, depending on who you read, they were going disappointed or they were okay with it or they were hoping it has legs. Or And this is the way you give it legs, right? Promise more things. Yeah. Um and hopefully, also...
1: Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, they are releasing a song pack for um, Theater Rhythm, which is awesome. I was really hoping they would do that. It looks like they got most of the really good music in there as well, 11 tracks. Uh, supri- I wonder how much it takes for them to make these little characters and make them have to, uh, yeah, I guess have to work with, with other songs and stuff like that. That We're not getting like a FS-16 like character pack with Clive and J- Torgo and all that. Um, because they did say they weren't going to release any more DLC, then here's the DLC, but like, why not the characters with it? I wonder if that's more complicated or something. Uh, but or, or maybe they're trying to piecemeal that down the line as well. I don't know, but you know th- what helps that game continue to have legs, also, is obviously having more music. Uh, that is Final Fantasy focused because they are trying to divvy up that with music from other Square Enix games, which it works in a way. Don't know Parasite Eve. <laughs> yeah, so no Parasite Eve, we'll see. They released some in one of the 3DS versions, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, game game
1: Mario RPG. It'd be pretty funny. Ah, uh, maybe but they can make it. a deal with Nintendo. Well, know? only on the Switch version, not the. Yeah, not the only exactly, <laughs> only on the Switch
0: version. Uh, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And Nintendo likes to have their exclusive stuff. So, yeah for sure um that's what i have that on is on the switch and i really haven't turned my switch on uh in a while probably not till Super Mario brothers wonder comes out i'll probably have a reason to turn that on again so
1: uh, at since, some point i'll play tears of the kingdom but
0: yeah i, I don't know if i'm gonna buy that or not it, maybe if it goes on that like black friday sale or something um but i don't want to pay 70 bucks for a game that i might not enjoy and then i paid the 70 bucks for nothing. so that's yeah. my only problem with it uh that thing that i mentioned with theater rhythm comes out november november 4th so it's not it's like two months away so if you've been jonesing to play some Final Fantasy music which that is a great soundtrack uh with theater rhythm you'll be able to do that soon uh look uh they have various avenues they can go down with a story you'll see i imagine i imagine that one of them has to be the, the, the leviathan uh the lost icon that they talk about and mention a few times, I feel like you can't not mention him and then not deal do DLC for him.
1: Uh, the uh, the other DLC will be about the dog.
0: <laughs> I feel like the other DLC might be like a bunch of prequel stories. Um, possibly, we'll see. I'd imagine there's. Yeah, I, I'd <laughs> imagine there's going to be some. Yeah, I guess they could add Cactar in there. You know, he's been used as a summon in some games. So
1: Or Master Toneberry or Yeah, like,
0: Master Tone um, That guy's
1: a, that guy's a real fucker in Stranger Paradise. He can like one shot you. <laughs> yes. Yes. When he shows up, it's like holy shit,
0: what do I do? Like uh so yes, um there, there's a lot of avenues that can go with that. So we interesting interested with the the DLC performance team for sure. Um I know there's a few people that have been waiting for that P- PC version, so that's good that they're they're making it. Uh, yeah, I'm for sure. sure that won't
1: have any issues. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I'm sure. Right. Uh, so, something that uh, maybe doesn't affect everyone, but just to bring a note to this, I don't subscribe yearly anymore. I used to subscribe yearly. You now I just subscribe monthly. Uh, whatever. It's easier for me than. Um, Doing that whole yearly thing. Uh, but if you subscribe yearly to PlayStation Plus, the price is going to go up about $20. So just be aware. Uh, maybe you might have to think about how much you use it, how much you play online and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But cloud saves are also tied to that as well. So that's yeah. something you might have to consider about like, ooh. Um, they are going to be apparently putting cloud streaming like Xbox does into it as well so that's another perk i guess i won't just be streaming off the console which um well costing for ps5 games they already have it for ps3 games uh you know any kind of like the stuff that's on extra content uh but do you think this is uh this is okay like is worth it for them to
1: i mean i'm sure they do it's kind of a drag uh especially for, like, just the basic one going up, like, 30 bucks, uh, I just re-upped, like, last month, I think, actually. So I, I feel pretty good about that so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Honestly, I mean, they should try to make the Ultimate one still better, and they kind of haven't, you know?
0: <laughs> I really wonder if they're going to eventually... Well, now Xbox has as well, I guess. But I wonder if Xbox ever does combine that first tier with regular Xbox uh, Game Pass. If PlayStation also does that with the extra and premium, because charging people two more dollars for I don't know, I don't know why not just cut, uh, cut that in half and just charge one more dollar. Uh, make make the monthly price one more dollar, and then you get both instead of having the three tiers for no reason when you're really. I mean, they've added some good, um, classic content. But I guess yeah. not as much as I think people were expecting. Right. And it feels like they really started off the year hot with that and then they've kind of cooled now. Now when they feel like people are kind of digging into the stuff that's on PS five more now, they're kind of like cooling on oh, releasing a lot of the big hits or whatever. Um, I do think it's nice that we you know, like they, they timed the Twisted Metal one to when the Twisted Metal show was coming out, things like that. That's what you can use that for as well, is like you know that something's coming from sony movies or sony someone
1: i i I don't know the publication i I can't remember but i saw like a post about like now that armored core six is out why aren't more armored core games on psn or you know on i agree and it's like yeah i mean i can understand the the why why they say like no because we want people to buy this one but it provide a good, you know, history of the franchise. and to see. Well, like, I oh. mean, also
0: they have to make the deal with Bandai Namco, right? Like, it's not, it's not theirs. So, Twisted Metal is Sony's property, so it's easier for them to do that. Uh, but they do have deals with Bandai Namco for other games.
1: I, I don't, I don't mean Sony make, I mean, it was more about, like, why doesn't, yeah, Bandai Namco put more of this crap out. Uh, yeah. But, and they, they have published a few of these. Sony did
0: specifically. What? Right. Um I mean they have what, the other five that <laughs> they can put out. So yeah. um that's interesting. Uh isn't this one the? well this one's not that much different than the other ones,
1: right? Or No, it's fast. it's actually plays well. <laughs> maybe that's why they don't yeah. want like, people yep, to like, armored core one, it's like you have to like use L one and R one to like look up and down it's like what
0: yeah so like maybe that's why they don't want people to go back and be like uh maybe <laughs> see, i don't people,
1: yeah. i think people actually like it though because they can see like the evolution of a series and go like wow this used to be all fucked up and now yeah
0: it's like i was even with the tank control right?
1: like yeah just, so
0: um yeah interesting that that's what we're doing here sony i get it I- I guess it's better than impacting everybody just putting on the yearly people, but a lot of people subscribe yearlies. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if like, listen, maybe just put that extra dollar on there and just say, look, everybody's paying a dollar more or whatnot. Uh, That I get it that making these deals for PS plus essential to have really good, to pretty good games is uh, expensive. And I, you know, you want to pass that on to the people that are buying to that are paying for this, so they can have those. Okay, whatever, that's fair. But uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer to that point where people really got to think about how many how many of these subscriptions can you possibly? I mean, afford. It
1: used yeah. to be nice because you know you could just say, oh, it's PSN is the cost of a PS, you know, a PlayStation game, you know, 60 right? Bucks, and mm-hmm. now that's not
0: anymore <laughs> yeah but now it's not even going to like okay games with 70 dollars. now it's over that so it's yeah. like oh that's another cost yep again it's just something a lot of people have to think about i know there's a lot of angry people but again right. the internet isn't a great barometer for what everybody else is doing it's just a bunch of loud people that are upset and then eventually when they realize that oh i can't live with my friends now you kind of have to decide to pay anyway so yeah, talking about other things here that uh, don't necessarily involve PlayStation. Uh, like I said, Nintendo had their thing in Seattle, their little expo thing. Um, before that, they had a Nintendo Direct for Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, which that comes out in about a month and a half now, October 20th. And they released all of the characters. There's going to be a bunch of Yoshi and Navit that are for the kids. Um, the red, yellow, and light blue, I think, Uh, they won't be able to uh transform with power-ups but they they don't take damage so you're you know if your kids want to play with you those are the characters that you want them to control uh and then of course the toads daisy peach mario luigi all that um there's a new badge system where you can like equip badges and and get abilities due to those so like you can get a a wall climbing jump a dolphin yeah kick. hover
1: jump yeah yeah
0: yeah those are all fun uh to do the elephant they expanded more on what the elephant powers can do which include hitting them with your like trunk and stuff which looks really funny uh yeah I, I love that and they also have like a bubble form and a drove form as well so I love the creativity coming to this game it looks really fun I can't wait for it to come out and uh, we'll see how well it's received. It looks like a lot of people are very, very excited about it uh, so far. So, can't wait uh, for this to come around on October twentieth. Uh, speaking of some non-gaming stuff, for really, the Stray is going to have a movie, an animated movie. It's being made by the, uh, well, the Annapurna like Entertainment folks are involved with that. Um, they're using a term called Hope Punk for it. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, They're kind of just trying to make sure they grab the themes of the game and, uh, you know, translate that into the movie. Being animated obviously gives them the ability to do more than they could if they try to make it more like, I guess, CG or even live action. So that's positive. But uh, I feel like this is going to wind up just like the game, overhyped and kind of
1: okay. I mean... It, it's years off, so that's yeah. The, that's the thing, especially with all these strikes going on. Yeah, but I'm
0: still think it's dumb that that game in the game of the year category. I mean, the people can is. like what they
1: want. So I know
0: it, it was not this marvelous, fantastic game or whatever that
1: yeah. it got
0: overhyped for. But
1: like most animal
0: yeah. games, <laughs> well, that's true. Uh Not wrong there. <laughs> Uh, just well, I think Animal Crossing is more- well. I meant
1: like different. when you're actually playing an animal, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, for the most part, yeah, they're they're kind of like really good, but then this one's just like, oh my god, we all love cats, so we gotta like hype this game up. Look, I love yeah. cats too, but
1: I have a who's like obsessed with playing it, and she's obsessed with cats also, yeah, and she has no game system, and then her computer sucks. Oh, and she's cool. like, what, "What can I do?" And I'm like, "Well, buy either buy a game system or, you know, get in better computer because that's the only option." <sighs> it is I like think... streaming, like it does have. Like, I mean, I, loud- yeah, yeah, I
0: guess you could. Uh, well, I guess you could get Game Pass.
1: No, no, because it's not it's not PC streaming. Well, but you can stream on your phone. You know, she's not going to play a game on her
0: phone. Oh, okay. if she's not. If she's too, She doesn't want to buy a console, but she's not going to play a game on her phone. Then yeah, there's because uh, they both play fine on ps plus streaming and xbox streaming i played it on the ps plus streaming it worked fine so it, it, that's not a very graphic intensive game that like i had to worry about lag or yeah um but you know hey to each their own you don't want to then don't but yeah. uh that being said it, it, there is a little bit of an effect from movies to video games as the SAG-AFTRA union that is also the one behind that Hollywood Actors Strike that's going on right now and the writers strike. They are kind of in an impasse with game companies especially Activision and Take-Two over wages and getting AI protection which obviously for games, AI is even bigger because it takes so much longer to make games that they are trying really hard to to push AI in certain things uh, so we can, I guess, try to get these games out faster and not have to have as many people on staff making the games and, uh things like that so um they're they're wanting an 11% increase in wages uh for the you know voice actors and game performers and right now you know these companies are not budging on that very much like the movie ones are not right and yeah uh they they extended the contract so that it would uh, go on till 2024 without an issue, but I don't know. Do you think they're eventually to get this worked out or?
1: Uh, I think games might have a bit more of a, uh, you know, there's some wiggle room there. I think like something like residuals is out of the question, at least for like game actors. Cause you know, game developers don't even get residuals. So yeah,
0: I, I don't know that they're looking for that. I think that's also part of it too. Like you said, it's very hard for them to justify giving actors residuals when they can't even make sure the developers get but I mean I think
1: for like game for like actors, they should kind of be paid what their what I wouldn't say what they want, but what their station is. You know, if you're gonna get yeah, Snoop Dogg or someone I feel like really well known to be in a game, you're gonna obviously pay him a lot more than some random, you know, person. Right. But I, I, but I do
0: I'm, think that gaming is big enough to where they can ask sure. for the same amount of pay as you would give to voice actors for movies yeah um yeah you know, i mean gaming's bigger than a lot of movies for that uh sure things, yeah to be fair um but again the breakdowns of who gets paid what and how more important at sometimes those developers are to the game than some of the people that work on a movie set are
1: right but
0: We'll see how this all shakes out. I do think they eventually will come to some kind of agreement. I don't know that everybody's going to get what they want because that's usually what happens. Uh, I hope that it's somewhat fair, though. I, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get everything they want because that's just usually never happens. Um, yeah. Especially when, especially with movies, they can just, oh, well, number one, with games, they can just they can just not, they can just go grab, like you said, randoms uh, yeah, and, all right. and have them be the voice actor. A bunch of British right. yeah. voice
1: actors, and they don't care. Shoot. So
0: um with games, it's more of like, okay, some of these higher-paid or more well-known folks, like, ah, uh, you know, do we really want to keep paying them, or do we want to save money and go somewhere else? Whereas I think movies, you can't really – it is all about that actor, that actress. Like, that does matter, you know? Yeah. Um, not everybody can do what they did with the One Piece crew where they had a lot of you know kind of unknowns or whatever there are there are movies that they're so high profile you need to have the big name actors uh and you need to have important writers as well you can't just grab everybody from college and expect them to write some masterpiece uh and pay them whatever the hell you want to pay them you you know you're gonna have to get these experienced writers uh in there and and pay them what they deserve so you know, however long this is going to go, this is eventually obviously going to start affecting. You know, new shows are supposed to be coming out like within the next this month, and I don't know how many are are sidelined at the moment because there's been this strike going on. Um, well, I think they said that movies.
1: like they're ready to start like Last of Us season two like the day after the strike ends. Sick. Like, That's a- yeah. Like they well, couldn't well.
0: even start casting Abby or whatever because uh, this this is going on. So, yeah. um. Yeah, that's, that's a thing too. It's like, yeah, all these shows that, and I'm worried too for the One Piece show that could they decide to just cancel it because this thing goes on too long and they- What are you, uh, what are you
1: talking about, man? Netflix canceling a, sh- a beloved show? That never happens.
0: No, I'm, of course not. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. yeah, they do this all the time. But I, I would hope that they would be able to wait this stuff out and not just be like, okay, we're going to start canceling shows because um, we don't want to keep, people on payrolls or, or whatever. Uh, sp- unfortunately, we have to speak sometimes about people not being kept on payrolls because a whole studio has been closed and that is what's happened with Volition. This is a studio that's been around for 30 years. Um, it has suffered from, you know, we talked about this, what was going to happen with the Embracer not getting that money from the Saudi Arabian uh, folks, which, you know, they revealed a couple weeks ago that it was that savvy game group Um, interesting that, you know, Saudi Arabia keeps putting money into Nintendo and other places, uh, but they didn't want to put in money to Embracer group. Um, I guess, you know, now that soccer is taking up all the money on the, on the private investment fund, they decided we're going to lessen a little bit on the video games. Uh, so yeah, Embracer had to decide to, you know, that's why partly why they sold off Tomb Raider, uh, or the rights of Tomb Raider to Amazon because they needed money uh they they've kind of re you know they've they've i guess added some more of those uh lord of the rings thing the shows and and all that stuff too because they need money and they've had to close studios and restructure people and move them around and and this is one of those casualties unfortunately from what happened not getting that two billion dollars and it sucks like, they were already going to put them in with Gearbox, if you remember, I think we yeah. talked about that too.
1: I don't think it's like, so. I mean, obviously the Saudi deal falling through didn't help, but like, honestly, that reception for Saints Row, which hilariously is now part of PS Plus Essentials. <laughs> is yeah, this, yeah, you can go uh, pick it up now. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. I mean, if that game had done well, obviously, they wouldn't have closed on the studio.
0: No, well, hey, you're right they would have found a and way to keep it going
1: i guess i i don't know i saw some report that like it wasn't like cuz saints row had some like really weird tonal problems uh and it wasn't volition like it wasn't like their fault specifically i guess people are really blaming like deep silver for that mm-hmm. cuz they wanted it to be like a more like sunny and optimistic game right and it's like that that seems incongruous with St. (laughs) Row. I mean, they'd be like trying to make like, you know, GTA, but with smiles. It's like, what?
0: Yeah. It's, it was an interesting kind of like, you know, call it woke take. Yeah. On the, the series. And a lot of people were upset
1: about that. Uh, so. I mean, I, I wouldn't have cared. I actually may download that PS plus one just to see how it is. But like, I know the game, was like heavily fucked up from like gameplay perspective, like buggy, and is seemed like they didn't have enough time to finish it. Uh, yeah, which is a shame.
0: <laughs> no, it really is. It sucks that um this happens. So. I, I think
1: I, I mean that that bad. They put out like that one initial bad uh release about like oh we're closing on the studio to help embrace her. Like, what <laughs> like fuck embrace her? Like, yeah, like we don't yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, Embracer
0: but, owns them, so they can say whatever they want.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the first the first uh comment was clearly written by someone at Embracer, and then the second public comment was actually like the Volition one. Uh, yeah, but like Embracer, like they want to be seen as like this A game, you know, company or whatever. And it's like, yo, most of your games don't hit that mark at all. Not even like Saint. Yeah. I mean, Saints Row. You can you can ignore that one, but like most yeah, of their
0: games mid tier to like low tier like, so
1: like yeah, yeah, like, six like Gollum to seven category or, if we're gonna go on reviews yeah, Gollum or you know shit like that. Was I that, mean they is, do have is they Dalek part of Embracer? I don't know. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, that was terrible, but they they, they do have like their good games like uh, Remnant two, a Dead Island two. No, I I might say that's. No, well, but it, it that, did that, get that, it did get good reviews. We have to be fair yeah. to them. Um, I mean, it's not like AAA, like ninety five, you know, perfect game. You know, uh,
0: Tiny Tina was well received. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Borderlands
1: yeah. is still it may not have sold. Fun. I
0: think what they wanted, but Tiny Tina was well received.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, and that's the thing too, right? Is that because they have this kind of like middling? They really have never gotten out of that feeling of we used to be THQ. Yeah. And of course it doesn't help that the, the, the one of the main studios just named themselves THQ Nordic. Right. But like, I don't know. It just, it's never felt AAA to me. It's always felt yeah. like AA. Like we're trying really hard to be AAA. We have the AAA games with the names on them, but we don't provide that type of quality.
1: Yeah. And I mean yeah. It'd be nice if when that Tomb Raider game comes out, if that's it. Or, you know, if they ever make a new Hitman. <laughs>
0: no, I I always no, uh independent. No, that's right, they yeah. don't own Hitman yeah. at all.
1: Uh, but Tomb Raider might be good. Or uh maybe that alone in the dark game when that comes out next year. <laughs> but you yeah. know most of the franchises are like destroy all humans. It's like that was always a B tier franchise. Uh yeah. <laughs> or even like Darksiders. Like, I like Darksiders 1 and 2. Third one right. sucked. That's the one they made. And that franchise seems largely dormant now.
0: <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of studios. And then they have, you know, they do have, because they they own iDOS Montreal, they have, you know, Dosex. Um, you, you know, you mentioned the Tomb Raider. You have, uh, so, you know, they had the Lord of the Rings, friend, you know, IP. Uh, yeah, no th- there are some good games and they're great games, in fact. Um, they're even what re- aren't they remastering the Shadows of Mordor?
1: I am heard that as well.
0: But, yeah. Um uh you know, Legacy of Cain, even which hasn't been seen in forever. So uh yeah, if they could revive something and actually make it great, right? Right. That I think would help them, but that's the problem, is like for every Dead Island 2 that they get, they get a lot of other ones that are like, all right, whatever. That's a sort of passable game that I can play when it's like 20 bucks. Or, yeah. You know, whatever. And unfortunately, that's when you kind of have that perception, it's hard to remove that from your, from your, right.
1: Yeah. I keep coming out with hits and their track record is not the greatest.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, so also, unfortunately, Mimi games was closed uh they just recently released and i mean recently the shadow gambit curse crew um uh shadow gambit 2 uh so and they've been in, around for 12 years they were closed as well
1: i mean uh, at least for them it's more they say it's kind of like burnout or they don't right. want, you know they're having which is you know better than you know this other company shutting this fuck down
0: <laughs> right no i agree uh, it is better to stop while you're ahead and not sit there and keep doing something that you're not happy doing. Yeah, uh, it takes a long time to develop a game. They are promising that they're going to keep, uh, pr- you know, supporting Shadow Gambit, but we'll see uh, how that goes. It's uh, it uh, sucks but, to it's see the got some
1: patch going and some yeah or some content, which you know, right? I'm sure it's already in the in the works before this all happened. So, yep, just going to finish that. Yeah, that,
0: yeah, for sure. And at least, uh, there is some promise with uh, Vampire the Masquerade 2. Uh, this game has bounced around with so many different, yeah, companies this,
1: this, Uh, this game seems cursed.
0: <laughs> uh, Paradox, like, they canned the developer because it had, um, they looked at the game like they, I remember that they like doing this news story for this and going wow, they just don't have much faith in this game. And they're just killing it. The, they just take out the developer, put it on some other developer, and then now all of a sudden, they they pulled it from Hardsuit Labs and they're doing it internally. And then now all of a sudden, they're announcing that um, the Chinese room, which are based in, in the UK, are are doing it. They're the ones that did. everybody's gone to Rapture, uh, Esther, those kind of games. That's a um, very weird... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very different kind of game uh, to this. I don't know. I I don't know, I feel like we're just going to hear something more about them now yeah. pulling the Chinese room as well. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith about right this game coming.
1: That's another example. I mean, it's not Embracer, but you know, Vampire the Masquerade, the first one wasn't like a triple A game, anymore. right? But it
0: has a cult following, right?
1: But then I think them positioning oh. Bloodlines 2 is going to be this, like, epic, you know, huge game, vast, you know, graphical-intensive game and all the other crap. It's like, uh, all right, I mean, you can try, but I'm not, I'm not sure quite this franchise can support it or, you know. Right. But, yeah, Bloodlines uh, 2 seems cursed. Like, remember that uh, sexual harassment stuff with the writer? And that he, he was vindicated, but he, had, he got chit canned from the game for, from it for it wow
0: yeah and uh, i guess i do want to give shout out to people watching here making just commenting hello hello to you as well so yeah
1: uh, i mean i this is very quick speaking of other cursed games skull and bones lost another creative director
0: (laughs) oh brother that game is something else yep
1: the gift that keeps on giving
0: and i apologize if my internet's being weird i have it connected to the ethernet and i haven't had it actually dip in quality ever since i did that and it's doing that today i don't know it's in a bad xfinity's in a bad spot at the moment uh so you know i guess uh, that's that's really sucks about scully bones i feel so bad for those people making that game ubisoft really needs to i don't know what what they can really do like at this point like they everybody knows what that game is it's like i don't think you're going to be able to get anyone more excited for that game just i don't know release it and do what you've been doing which is then try to make it better once it's already out or uh yeah yeah ever since they they showed off that that last gameplay of it i was like i don't know who's excited for this get that i, I really can't get that image out of my head anymore okay, this is what that game is. They changed it. Whoever was excited about this, that's a really small number. Right. Well, there were people that were excited for Redfall for a while, myself included, and we had to go through the whole expose on what happened with that game and how it failed to deliver on everything that it promised, essentially. And they did say after all that and, you know, Phil Spencer came out and did his interview with Kind of Funny and and they, he did say that they were going to keep supporting the game. Pete Hines has also kind of reinvigorated that and said that they will also uh, continue to support the game. Uh, we are a company that's had launches that didn't go the way we wanted. We don't quit or abandon stuff just because it didn't start right. Uh, we are continuing to work on Redfall until it becomes a good game. And that's true. Other scrolls online, Fallout 76 both were not good games when they came out. They kept working on them. And actually, for some people, Fallout 76 is perhaps one of their favorite uh things that exist in the Fallout universe right now.
1: Those so are bad people.
0: I don't know if those are bad people. There's people that love Fallout 4 and then turned around and realized they didn't love it that much.
1: Uh my, my question to Pete would be uh, yo Pete, why do you keep releasing bad games? Uh, from lo- at launch. Like, why don't you hold off?
0: I mean, Deathloop and, wasn't and, bad at launch. And
1: not right? have not have to do the song and dance of like, oh two years for not passable. <laughs> it's like, okay. Right, but I, I'm saying, like, they just
0: released two good games, they released two good games before this. So it's not like every game that they've, that have come out of Bethesda has been terrible. I mean, Starfields is, right. is what it is. We talked about it just now. So, like, just you had this. We 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 know the story behind Redfall. What happened with Redfall? They, yeah, the acquisition happened. Microsoft didn't want to put anything behind it. They kind of just said, All right, you're already making it, so whatever. Nobody really had faith in this game. Uh, you know, they they are gonna do 60 frames a second, apparently. Um uh he, he does know that it lit. He I hope it's not an omen, but he says game pass lives forever. I don't know about that, but uh I hope so. I hope it it lives on longer. But I just think that, unfortunately, more things are going to come to Game Pass. We just had Starfield. We're going to have Forza in a month. People are going to forget about this game. It's going to get to the point where, will it really be worth it to keep working on this game that not a lot of people are playing? I don't know. I guess if you maybe do DLC or do some kind of expansion and and put some kind of marketing weight behind it and get people reintroduced to it i guess maybe you could but yeah it worked for anthem didn't it well yeah <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened to be fair that was ea finally just deciding you know what this is not yeah so will microsoft ever get to that point i don't know they're uh i guess it would have to come from a themselves because it's like it feels like Bethesda's does more and more in with microsoft now but it also feels that they still have their kind of independence in a way so right i guess we'll see and unfortunately it feels like pax was also a time for people to reveal that their games are delayed uh there was quite a few of these uh i don't think we need to talk about all of them but um i know one of the ones you were looking forward to in one and two uh yeah. have now been delayed in 2024 and They've reached a conclusion that despite the very best efforts trying to get it out in 2023, uh, they need to ensure quality and just delay yeah. it, which that's fine. Uh I, I don't know. I if just, just want them
1: to announce their big stupid collector's edition. They're going to just pre-order it and move, move the F on. To- right. That's always cool when you get your
0: collector's edition of the game, a uh, game you really wanted. Um And I don't know that anybody really asked for this game, but Rugrats is getting a new game on NES and consoles. Uh, same, made by the same people, wal games that made the Jane Silent Bob mall brawl game, which was fine. Um, I kind of got that Lion King and Aladdin kind of vibes from this when I saw yeah. it, uh, which is fine. People, It seems to be kind of a little bit in vogue to bring this back. Uh, I loved Rugrats as much as the next person. They really were one of my favorite shows from Nickelodeon days. Um, I don't know that I would you know buy this necessarily
1: but i think it's I, cool that I, it exists i guess yeah. i hated rugrats so i mean Wh- sure which I ones guess.
0: were your were your favorites from like uh, the nickelodeon that.
1: cartoon era yeah like doug uh,
0: Rugrats, and hey arnold
1: hey arnold was okay uh yeah. i don't really like doug either i guess it looks like ah uh, real monsters okay uh, like ren and stimpy that was okay, like, way back yeah. in the day. I actually liked, like, a lot of more like, Nickelodeon's, like, live-action stuff, like, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or oh, well, Dark. yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark was uh, uh, Yeah. I feel like
0: that show, along with Goosebumps, like, the book, like, that came right. out at the time, where it's, like, that was what people, like, people our age, like, wanted. We wanted stuff like that. It kind of felt like more. Yeah, about... it
1: was, like, a good good introduction or gateway to horror. Yeah. So...
0: Well, again, it's cool that this exists and people, you know, at some point it will come out and hopefully people yeah. can enjoy it that that really want it. Uh, yeah, I think that's this episode here. Uh, like I said, I will have uh, plenty of, I uh, will have Starfield thoughts having played it uh, for next week. Um, I'll also have thoughts on, I guess I might have to get to the point where I was, in the beta, hopefully, not. Hopefully, it, it saves my progress. I don't know, they didn't talk about that. Uh, the Ever Crisis game comes out tomorrow, yeah, uh, officially. So, I'll have, I guess, if I get any further than I was already at, I'll, I'll have thoughts on that. And yeah, uh, NBA 2K24 will be out. So, y'all folks, that I know everybody keeps waits for this every year, I know y'all are, are getting amped. For this for NBA 2K24. The season doesn't start, I think, for another month or so, but uh get ready. I'm sure this will be a huge game as it always is. Faith Farm apparently has been getting a lot of good reviews. Yep. Um, so another one of those in you know, a farming sims and all that stuff that people are excited about. Uh Enternights has been on my radar for a while. That's the like persona sort of looking game that has dating elements or whatever. Uh might wind up playing that not sure uh myth force looked decent as well that comes out also on the 12. so and that pixel rift 95 game also looks cool wow that's your man r two game like snuck up on everybody i didn't know that that was coming out that quick okay um the first one was a decent launch game for the switch so i guess this is going to be okay too i don't right yeah and wow, the Crew Motor Fest is coming already. Jesus. Uh, do,
1: they, do they excite? No one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, okay.
0: I did not did not expect that. Uh, also, that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the first DLC, is coming as well this week. And Gumbrella, another one of those indie games that I've been kind of excited about, is coming to Switch and PC as well by Wednesday. So lots of stuff. So if you're not into Starfield or Baldur's Gate, There's lots of stuff out there uh, for you to go play uh, for sure. This is, this is that fall season where uh, even that biting Kaisos one and two remasters coming on next Thursday. So again, like I said, lots of stuff uh, coming uh, in the next week for you to play. If you're not into Starfield or Baldur's Gate three. So that being said, folks, thank you so much for joining us this week. I appreciate you watching live or listening. Uh, later on demand or watch it on demand uh, If you like the show You can go subscribe on the YouTube channel Hit the ring the bell Follow for notifications Of course that also means you get Our movie stuff, entertainment stuff And and anime stuff as well And uh, if you listen On the, on the audio Go hit Video Games to the Max up there And you'll get it whenever we do a show Sorry for the last episode being out late I had a lot of things going on this week but this one should be out a lot faster because I can do it while I'm working. Uh, at least the uh, the editing part. So that being said, see you later, everybody. Till next week. Better. Bye.